0: A vision board has no plan. It has no time frame. It's simply a list or mood board, a collection of pictures and images that are someday, one day. They have no oomph behind them. There's no plan behind it at all. So giving yourself the ability to break those goals down, to break down your plan, to reach those goals, is gonna give you so much more capacity to reach your goals and to adjust along the way as you're seeing that the plan is going either better than you expected or maybe not quite as great as you expected. Hey there, CEOs. My name is Brandy Garr, and my mission is to help you, the wedding industry entrepreneur, to build a profitable wedding business that you actually love. Welcome to the Wedding Pro CEO Podcast. On today's show, you guys, we are talking about vision boards, or should I say, not to vision boards. We are talking about why I don't believe in vision boards and why I encourage my students never to use them and why you shouldn't either. Now, listen, I don't typically take the stance of why you shouldn't do something, but I'm pretty passionate about this one. And every January, I feel like I end up coming up again and saying, don't make a vision board, stop doing it. Don't have a vision board party. No, no, no. And here's why. A vision board has no plan. It has no time frame. It's simply a list or mood board of pictures, a collection of pictures and images that are someday, one day. They have no oomph behind them. There's no plan behind it at all. It's just this thing that you put together at the beginning of the year when you're so fresh and excited and there's just so much possibility that's coming into the year. And so You cast this vision for your year and then busy season comes. And because there's no planning behind your vision board, it gets stuck in a drawer or you forget about it hanging on your wall. And then this time next year, you're going to be looking at it thinking, well, I didn't accomplish those things this year because I had no plan to accomplish them. So one day I'll do it. And so that can be super, super frustrating. It also doesn't encourage growth. And as a business owner, you should be constantly thinking about how is my company growing? What are we doing to grow to the next level? Whether that be financially or through your team or personal goals, whatever that is, you want to always be moving forward. You don't just want to have these dreams that you have and then stay in the same place year after year. So the reason I do not like vision boards is because there's no planning behind it. And there's no measurable aspects of a vision board whatsoever. And the famous quote, I'm sure you've heard me say before, a goal without a plan is just a dream. Business owners, we are not trying to have dreams that feel out of reach. We are trying to set goals and we are going to go after them. That's what I really want you to think about is how can I set a goal? And then how can I create a plan to go after that goal? That plan is then broken down into chunks. In my CEO mastermind group, every single year, we set goals in January. We set three goals each. Then we create a plan that we break down by quarter and then by month so that we can actually get those things done. And it doesn't feel so big. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And so giving yourself the ability to break those goals down to break down your plan to reach those goals is gonna give you so much more capacity to reach your goals and to adjust along the way as you're seeing that the plan is going either better than you expected or maybe not quite as great as you expected. But then you can adjust instead of just throwing the goal out and being like, oh, I'm never gonna get there, right? So I'm gonna walk you through a similar exercise to what we do in my CEO Mastermind group. And I'm also gonna tell you to go over to my website, brandyguard.com slash goals. And I created a goal setting worksheet for you. We're really going to walk through a good portion of that on this podcast, but you can go grab that worksheet and I want you to fill it out for yourself. This is how you're going to make your plan, not your vision, your plan for next year and how you're going to achieve the goals that you're setting for next year. Okay. So go over to my website, brandyguard.com slash goals, and you can download that worksheet and you can follow along with me. Okay. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to know that you're going to set three goals. Now, some people are like, oh my gosh, three goals. I can't narrow it down to three, but here's how you're going to do that. You're going to set one financial goal for your business, right? Here's what you did this year. Here's what you're going to do next year, right? Pretty simple financial goal, one team goal. So this is going to be really focused on your business, your team members. It could be that you're going to add another team member. It could be that you're gonna create a different kind of an organizational structure for your business. It could be any kind of restructuring, any kind of business-focused goal that does not have to do with finances, okay? And then the last one is gonna be a personal goal because guess what, you guys? As much as we'd love to say, I'm not my business and my business isn't me, it is because you're a small business owner and so it's important that you also have a personal goal set aside on our goal board, For next year so that you can create a plan to really achieve that one as well because you are a human at the end of the day and your business doesn't run if you don't okay financial business team and then personal okay so those are the three goals that you're going to set kind of going back to when people say to me oh i don't think i can only set three goals these are your overarching goals within them remember we're going to create a plan For each of those goals. So there can be many goals inside of there. Okay. And I'll show you what that looks like. Let's take your financial goal as an example. Pretend that you want to hit $100,000 next year. That's your goal. You've already done your budget because you took my budget workshop, right? And you've already set your budget. So you know, it's attainable. You know, you can do it, but you're not quite sure yet how you're going to get there. You're going to hit $100,000 for next year. And so that breaks down to about $8,500 a month. So you need to be doing $8,500 a month to hit that $100,000 goal. So that makes it break down right there. Financial goal is always the easiest one because it's just math at this point, right? So you want to hit $100,000. That means you need to do $8,500-ish dollars. I don't have a calculator in front of me every single month, but we're going to go with that for the sake of this example. So now, instead of having this whole huge goal of $100,000 a month, you're like, okay. 8500 still sounds big, but not as scary as $100,000, right? That also gives you the ability to measure as you're going throughout the year so that you can see if some months are higher and some months are lower. Now, with your financial goal, if you've been in business for, I'd say, more than two years, you should have some history on your business. One thing I would encourage you to do is to not necessarily break that goal down over 12 months but to really think about which months are the busiest and which months are the least busy. For example, in Orlando, which is my market, we know that our slowest months are the summer months. So we really do not have as much income coming in in the summer months as we do in the spring and the fall. So it would be silly of me to just divide my financial goal by 12 because what's going to end up happening is I'm going to fail in the summer and I'm going to think I'm greatly exceeding it in the spring and in the fall, when in reality, that's where I'm going to make the bulk of my money anyway. And I know that instead of just dividing by 12, I want you to really, really look at your year and say, okay, well, in January, I think I can actually do 10,000 and in February I can do 10,000 and in March I can do 10,000. But in April, I don't think I'm even going to be able to hit the 8,500. So I think I'm only going to be able to hit 7,500, right? Go through each month and adjust slightly from that Goal that you set so that you still hit the hundred thousand, but it's a little bit more realistic than just dividing by 12. Okay, here's the thing about your goals they need to be smart goals. Okay, your goals need to be smart goals. That means that they need to be specific, measurable, attainable, relatable, or relevant, and time specific. So, when you're making a financial goal, that's actually really pretty easy to do, it's specific. You've said you're going to make $100,000 by the end of the year. So it's specific and time specific, right? It's relevant because it it's your budget, right? Like you set this goal to make $100,000. And so it's relevant because it's really going to help you with the success of your business. Is it attainable? Well, if you've already set your budget and you can see it, how much you've done and how much you have on the books for next year, you should be able to see if it's attainable. When you're thinking about an attainable goal, if you only did $30,000 in business last year, is it attainable for you to hit 100000 I don't know your business situation. It's very possible, but I really want you to think about, okay, well, if I'm going to do that, then how am I actually going to get to that 100000 Is it going to be attainable, right? These are all the things I want you to think about. So I want you to make sure that every single goal that you set is smart. It's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's relevant or relatable. And it's time-specific. Okay. So for your financial goal, that's pretty simple. And so that's what you're going to do is you're going to set your financial goal for the year. You're going to break it down by month. And now, now is the time to make your plan. Okay. So remember a goal without a plan is just a dream and we are not dreamers. We are action takers. I want you to actually take action on every single goal that you've set to be able to do that. It's so important that you create a plan. So What I want you to do is I want you to take that very first quarter, January through March, and I want you to look at it and I want you to say, okay, this is how much I've set that I'm going to make in this quarter. Let's say, what is it? $30,000, right? Ish for the quarter. I'm going to make $30,000. Now, how am I going to do that? Here's where you create your plan. You may have to look at how you're going to bring in more leads. Maybe you're not getting enough leads. And so you really need to double down on your social media efforts or you need to start reaching out to some of the venues in your area or other vendors that you partner with. These are all things that you can do to drive leads into your business. Maybe you're getting plenty of leads, but you're not really sure why you're not closing so many of them. That's a possibility as well. So you wanna start looking at your sales funnel and you wanna say, okay, well, I'm getting tons of leads, but I'm not getting that many that are going to a console. So maybe your pricing is off. Or I'm getting actually lots of consults, but none of them are booking. So what are you saying during your consult that is maybe throwing people off? Are you not as confident as you should be? Are you not answering the questions? Are you not available? What are the things that are happening during the consult that are causing them not to book? Okay, so these are all things that you want to look at, but you want to create a plan. So if you need to now book $30,000 in quarter one, how are you doing that? How many leads do you need to bring in? Where are you gonna get those leads? How many of those leads need to turn to consults? How many of those consults need to book to be able to hit that $30,000? Can you understand how this is so different than a vision board? Because at a vision board party or just doing a vision board on your own, you may spend an hour, two hours creating this vision board. A goal setting process takes actually much longer than that because you're not only just setting the goals, but you're actually also setting the plan to take action on to get there. Let me, let me help you with another one. Let's try a personal goal because I feel like this is one that always trips people up. So a personal goal can be lots of things, but for me, it's typically a vacation. And to be honest, I encourage my students to do that a lot too. Because again, as business owners, we often forget to give ourselves that time to walk away from our business, to have a break from our business, to refresh and to be present with our families. Right. So let's pretend that. For this example, you are going to take a two-week vacation from your business this year. You've never done it before, but it's a bucket list trip that you and your family want to do. And if you've never done that before, you certainly can't just up and walk away, right? There's lots and lots of planning that has to go into that. So the first thing you want to do is you want to actually write down the goal. I will take a two-week vacation. Can't stop there, right? Because it has to be specific, measurable, attainable relevant or relatable and time-specific. So we have to make sure we go through all of these. So our goal can't just be, I'm gonna take a two-week vacation. No, it's going to be, I'm gonna take a two-week vacation in October of 2022. Okay, so now you've got a time frame on it. You now know how long you're gonna be gone, right? So you've got a very specific goal set right here as a personal goal. Now you need to create a plan. What is the plan that's going to get you there? I need a plan to take a vacation? Yes, you need to write down all of the things that you do on a daily basis that need to get covered by someone else. So step one of this goal of your action plan could be, I'm going to write down everything that I do on a daily basis that someone else is going to have to do. That's going to be step one of your plan. The next step is going to be to understand whether you have enough staff already to be able to do all of those things, or if you're gonna need to hire either VA support or social media support or hire a new team member before you take this vacation, okay? So step two is gonna be kind of to assess what you already have and what you're going to need to be able to take this vacation. Step three is gonna be training. You're gonna need to start either making loom videos or SOPs on all the things that you're gonna pass off to someone else so that they can do it. So as you do it on a daily basis, you're gonna start recording yourself I love Loom. I think it's one of the best tools out there for creating training videos. Loom.com, super easy. I'm not an affiliate, go get it. But you can create these training videos for your team so that they can take over, right? What else are you gonna have to do? You're gonna also have to make sure that the calendar is blocked for the specific dates that you're taking off so that you don't book yourself for those dates, which is so tempting, right? It's so tempting when you get a new lead and you want to take the booking, but it's important to set this time aside and to make yourself unavailable. So you want to set those dates aside. The next thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to obviously book the trip, right? So those are things that you're going to do. There's lots and lots of steps to get to this plan. But if you don't create the plan, you won't take action. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be October, and you're going to be like, Yes, on the personal side, I did everything. I booked the tickets, my family's going, but I didn't do any of the planning for the business side. I didn't actually do any of it. So now I have to take my computer. I have to work for three or four hours a day from our vacation. You're gonna be sitting on the beach, not drinking Mai Tais, not playing with your kids, not splashing in the, in the water. You're gonna be working on a computer and that's just not necessary. You don't need to do that. Your business will survive without you with prior proper planning. Okay? So this is how I want you to think through your goals. This is what I want you to think about. I want you to think, what goals do I want to achieve for next year? I want you to write them down. Remember, only three goals. Okay? Three goals. What are my three goals that I want to achieve? And then make sure that they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're relatable, they're time-specific. And then I want you to create a plan for each one of those. Now, in the beginning of the episode, I was like, well, some people say to me, oh, there's no way I could only have three goals. I have so many goals that I want to achieve, but each one is going to fit under one of these buckets. Here's an example. Let's say we go back to our financial goal of making $100,000 a year. There's lots of goals under that that you may need to achieve as well to hit that, right? So let's say that a goal in order to achieve that will be to post at least three reels to Instagram every single week. Because you know that every time you post a reel, you get at least five new followers because you've been paying attention to your analytics. You're using the nurture system. You've got a strategy to drive people from your social media over to your website or to start closing them in the DMs. You've got a cohesive social media strategy. Then you know that if you posted three times a week, you could drive at least one new sale a month from social media. So if you know that, then setting that goal of posting three reels per week is gonna help you to reach that financial goal. I do this a lot with my team. We have a financial goal, and then under that financial goal, we have little goals that we need to achieve to be able to hit that financial goal. There's lots of things involved with that, such as I will attend at least two networking events per month and one one one-on-one coffee date with a vendor, right? That's part of our financial goal because we know that by networking in our local market, that we are going to book more business from that. And so that has to be a goal underneath our financial goal. So do you see how you actually end up with more than three goals, but you really only got these three specific buckets that you're trying to hit? And then underneath each of those buckets is a goal that you're going to achieve or many goals that you're going to achieve to help you get there. Head over to my website, randyguard.com/goals and grab my goal setting worksheet because it is gonna help you so much. to just stay organized, stay focused to make your plan. It breaks your goals down by quarter. So it'll say, this is my goal. And then in quarter one, I will accomplish these things. In quarter two, I will accomplish these things because you need to make sure that throughout the year you're measuring. Are you behind? Are you ahead of pace? Do you need to adjust the goals in any way, especially financial? Is there anything that may be going awry? If you don't do that, You're gonna end up getting part way through the year just getting frustrated that you haven't even started and you're just gonna throw the goals away and that is not how you grow. I would love it if you would come tell us in the Wedding Pro CEO community, what's one of the goals that you're setting for this year? Because you know what is a really great way to make sure that you stay accountable to your goals? To tell other people the goals that you've set because you never want to have to tell people that you're not hitting your goals. It gives you a little bit more drive to hit those goals because when people ask you, oh, how's it going with taking your two-week vacation in October, you don't want to have to say, oh, well, I kind of decided not to do it because it just seemed too overwhelming. No, no one wants to do that. So come over to the Wedding Pro CEO community on Facebook. If you're not already part of it, you can click the link in the show notes below. Come join us so that we can all cheer you on and hold each other accountable throughout the year. You guys, thank you so much for being here every single time, and I will see you next week.